800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. These are the stories we're following this hour. U.S. Representative Mary Paltola held a roundtable discussion yesterday to discuss concerns on the Albertsons and Kroger merger. The MV Genius Star 11 remained stable following a fire in the cargo hold. And supporters of an effort to repeal Alaska's ranked choice voting system have been fined. But first... Safeway and Cars owner Albertsons and Fred Meyer owner Kroger announced this fall that they would sell hundreds of locations, including 14 in Alaska, to meet merger requirements. U.S. Representative Mary Paltola sent a letter to the Federal Trade Commission urging them to block this merger in August of last year. Since then, Alaska's Senate delegation, 24 state legislators, and the Anchorage Assembly have also expressed concerns with or opposition to the proposed merger. Representative Paltola previously held a town hall on the merger in early December. Yesterday, she hosted an event in conjunction with the Alaska Teamsters Union Local 959 to discuss the merger. State Senator Jesse Keel says that the impacts to Southeast would have a wide reach. It really is something the FTC ought to deny, and I, I hope you'll push um, in that direction. The, the impacts of monopoly here in Southeast are so massive economically. Before I left the Juno Assembly, I had the free marketeers of the Chamber of Commerce talking to me about could we build another port and subsidize a new entrant with public dollars to the freight business in Southeast. That's how bad it was for all of them who needed to move supplies in, products out. It's huge. Other Alaska senators and representatives talked about the complexity of the corporation's influences across the state. They expressed concern over the uncertainty of what would happen if they became under one ownership. It was recognized that Anchorage serves as a grocery hub for surrounding villages and that Alaska's needs are vastly different than any other state when it comes to groceries. For example, Alaskan leaders discussed how the lower 48 has the advantage of ordering food online with it sometimes arriving the next day. Representative Mary Paltola encouraged Alaskans to submit detailed letters to the Federal Trade Commission with their concerns. Supporters of an effort to repeal Alaska's ranked choice voting system have been fined more than $94,000 after the commission that enforces state campaign finance rules found disclosure and other violations. Jordan Lewis has this story. Kevin Clarkson, an attorney representing the opponents of ranked voting who were fined by the Alaska Public Offices Commission, said they intend to challenge some of the commission's findings in court, according to a report by the Anchorage Daily News. The commission's decision, released late Wednesday, is in response to complaints filed by Alaskans for Better Elections, the group that backed a successful 2020 ballot initiative that instituted open primaries and ranked voting in general elections. The commission found registering and reporting violations by organizers of the effort to repeal the new voting system. The decision comes six months after the original complaint was filed. Since then, Alaskans for Better Elections have filed additional complaints, alleging that anti-ranked choice groups have continued to violate state laws despite previous complaints and warnings. The opponents of ranked choice voting have also filed a pending complaint against Alaskans for Better Elections. 
The lawyer said the fines was levied against Art Mathias, who was found to have funneled at least $90,000 to the Ballot Group behind their appeal effort through a church he formed in Washington. He was fined more than $46,000 for attempting to conceal the source of his contribution and for failing to report his contribution, according to the newspaper. Clarkson, a former Alaska Attorney General, said Mathias and the church would challenge the commission's findings related to them. The MV Star 11 remained stable, anchored in Broad Bay near Dutch Harbor, Alaska. Response personnel continue to offload CO2 bottles for inspection, refill, and reinstallation. The bottles are part of the ship's installed firefighting equipment that are required to meet safety of life at sea requirements established by the International Maritime Organization. 31 of the ship's 153 CO2 bottles have been offloaded as of Thursday afternoon. The Unified Command established a technical expert advisory group to provide advice on technical issues related to response operations. The group is developing an air circulation plan for the cargo holds to be implemented by the salvage team on board the vessel. Assessment teams continue to conduct air monitoring on site and ashore, including five locations around Dutch Harbor. Air quality remains normal and teams will continuously conduct air monitoring as outside air is slowly introduced into the cargo holds. Coming up, Gold Belt Incorporated celebrated 50 years yesterday. That story next when News of the North continues. Welcome back to News of the North. That was Gino's Clinket Culture Language Literacy Program performing at Gold Belt's 50th celebration yesterday. President and CEO McHugh Pierre spoke to the significance of celebrating 50 years. It's really a celebration and an acknowledgement of all the challenges that came before. And, you know, there's ups and downs and every business starts differently. But this is really about um, leading something new. The concept of an Alaska Native Corporation 50 years ago has never been done before. And so we're leading this really great experiment and a, a vision, and it's something that's so much bigger than just running a business. And the fact that we've been successful to make it 50 years, but to continue to grow and, and, and contribute more to the community and really honor the intent of the founders 50 years later and be consistent through that is just a, a fabulous accomplishment that we're all excited to celebrate. The celebration was held at Gold Belt's new location at 3017 Clinton Drive. They currently have a Mendenhall Valley and a downtown location. Pierre says in order to be a strong company, they need to create generational wealth, and their new Valley location will help do so. He adds that they couldn't be where they are today without the community's support. There's so much that so many people do that support Juno, that support Gold Belt, and Gold Belt recognizes that. And it reached 50 years through a number of, of reasons and through a number of people's participation from employees, from shareholders to former directors. And it's just uh, really awesome to see everybody come together and celebrate this strong community asset, Juno's Alaska Native Corporation. And Gold Belt's here to support them, and we're going to continue to build a strong, strong company for our shareholders. Juno Animal Rescue joined Capital Chat this morning. Executive Director Rick Driscoll says they are looking into a new location for the animal shelter. 
back when we were called the Gatineau Humane Society, I think it was 1983. Back then, kind of the, the shelters were about more about like warehousing animals rather than caring for them in like a physical, uh, physically or psychologically like nurturing environment. And that's you know that's more of today's kind of national standards. And so a couple of years ago, we invited uh, the ASPCA, the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, uh, to come to Juneau, take a do like a site evaluation uh, of our property and um, give us some findings. And their findings kind of concluded what we already kind of knew. Uh, we needed to kind of update uh, our facility and bring it into the, the, the modern era. He says they don't have a site picked out yet and any help is appreciated. The new site that we're looking for needs to be uh, at least two and a half acres. We are asking the community if anybody knows somebody that has some land they would like to donate or like to or, or, or land that they would like to to sell. Uh, we'd be certainly interested in, in chatting with you. Um, you know, we, we want, we're searching for a property that's not uh, obviously in a residential area. We, we're kind of looking uh, more um, commercial area just because, you know, dogs can be loud. A capital campaign will be launched this year to help fundraise for the new shelter location. So if anyone uh, is interested in donating their uh, donating some money to help us with our capital campaign, um, feel free to uh, give me a call at JAR or email me at rick at akjar.org. Uh, we also have a fabulous, fabulous board, and uh, we have Kevin Ritchie, who is our JAR facility committee chair. He's kind of the person on our board who is the most passionate about making this vision a reality. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jazz Garrett. For continuous updates, visit our website, kinyradio.com.